0: Hello and welcome to They Just Get It. I'm your host Tyler Chisholm and I'm excited as I am. I'm extra excited today because I've got two guests on, which is a rare occurrence on the show. I've got Britta Kokamore and Baruch Laskin. How are you two doing this morning?
1: Very good. Thanks for having us.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. I was introduced to you through a mutual friend, which is pretty much how I meet everybody these days. I'm like, Hey, you know, we should have on the show. And my good friend, Tina Mathis, who's been on the show a couple of times. And she said to me, she goes, Tyler, I know these two really interesting, just super cool, neat people. And that was really all it took for me to go, well, if Tina says you guys are cool, I guess that's good. But I met you guys under the context of uh, entrepreneurs, uh, cool kind of power dynamic couple living, living living your life by design. Britta, you are a professional and commercial photographer. And Baruch, uh, you are a man about town. I, I'm reading your different profiles. Entertainer, MC, the ability to customize, personalize events that really allow people to have these amazing experiment, experiences. And you're currently the owner, thinker, driving force behind the Laskin which we're going to get into a little bit today so um, I welcome you both to the show and maybe I'll give Britta the mic first to just give us a little bit tell us about your photography business kind of what you do on it it's Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock what what might we find you doing in your world
1: oh emails (laughs) emails emails and more
0: emails
1: (laughs) Um,
0: okay now the glamorous answer tell everybody what they want I'm I'm, I'm on locale I'm in somewhere (laughs) taking shooting photography (laughs)
1: Yeah, so um, I, I own Kokomore Studio, um, where I specialize in architectural photography and commercial photography. Um, I do lots of, you know corporate and advertising, and I uh, have also launched into, into video in the last two years, so that's really cool, kind of um, helping businesses. Um, with brand videos or educational videos, uh, things like that. And then um, also under the umbrella of Cokemore Studio, um, I have Flash, which is a beginner photography guide, um, kind of an educational resource for those like wanting to, um, you know, master the fundamentals of photography. And then um, the Camera Collective, which I'm, I'm launching, and that is a uh, a foundation that um, where I will be taking camera donations and getting them to schools um, who and help them build photography programs that if that doesn't already exist.
0: Fantastic! So uh,
1: kind of lots of lots of things. No, I love it. I heard
0: flash uh, educational. <laughs> I heard the camera collective. So obviously helping yeah. the community. And I'm going to say something that you could slap me if we were in the room, like. Being a professional photographer, isn't everybody a photographer now? I've got an iPhone. It's got a great camera in it. Like if we were in the yeah. same room, you could kick me under the table. I'd be hundred percent. That, that, that was the reason. I'm just so curious. It's one of those jobs and, and working in advertising. I have such a huge respect for photography, mm-hmm. but oftentimes with clients, they're like, well, what do you mean? It's going to cost that much to get photos. Don't, don't doesn't our staff just have photos of projects or can't we just do photos with our iPhones? And is, is that a reality that you face as part of your, you know, and I'm you've been doing this for quite a few years. So I'm assuming that's maybe getting worse. I don't know. I'm projecting my own experience
2: on it.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, a big, I feel like a big part of my job is, um, is educating my clients on the value of good photography and that investment. And, um, you know seeing hey are we a good fit because often it's like okay maybe go hire your brother's <laughs> wife nephew to yep. go to your headshots and then I'll talk to you in a year <laughs> or whatever or whatever project you know and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't right absolutely and then photography's changed like significantly over the last you know 20 years um you know it's more rare that I go on set and I'm working two days to get three hero shots. Mm. Now it's like, okay, it's a half day shoot. We need a hundred photos for Instagram, (laughs) you know,
0: there is such a fast like consumable versus I've been on those shoots where, Mm -hmm. you know, with large national brands and you're, you're working to get the perfect, it's going to be the banner image or it's going to live in an ad campaign or on billboards in downtown Toronto where now it's just, it's this fast consumable, like fast food. Style uh, content world that we live in, which is, I'm sure, it's hard right. to put value on something that might live for an afternoon. If you're lucky, it lives for a couple of days. So I do appreciate the dynamics between those two. How long have you been a photographer for?
1: And oh gosh, well, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna say 20 years. Nice, mm-hmm. and that's from the time like I, you know, done started doing my. First weddings and then in between there I went and got um, my Bachelor of Design and majored in photography and then I had a company for almost 10 years with someone else and then um, I launched Kokomore Studio about two years ago.
0: Two years ago, yeah. which what, what else happened about two years ago? Hmm. Anything that was pivotal, <laughs> Baruch, I'm going to turn it over to you. Cause Bryn, I want to come back and chat about for everyone listening who's getting you yeah. know the excitement about being a photographer who maybe underestimate that there's also a requirement to be an entrepreneur and a business owner. And you know, you said emails as your first answer, not shooting photos. So we'll circle back on that. <laughs> Baruch talk about a little bit, obviously um, I can only imagine someone in the entertainment business has been negatively impacted over the last couple of years. I don't want to use the word COVID, but it's hard not to. When you talk about the impact. That's had on, on all of us. So maybe give us a little bit of a backstory and talk about, yeah, how the last couple years has maybe affected your core realities.
2: (laughs) No, for sure. Uh, Ultimately, you know, I would describe myself as an enthusiastic farmer, grew up on a farm in Millerville, father, magician, event producer, volunteers, a really big one for me, Uh, being really active uh, to maintain my mental and physical health. So Uh, I'm a cyclist, but uh, beyond that, I love to adventure and hike and fish and a little bit of everything, love the night sky, and an eternal optimist. I really am. And uh, this has culminated all of these pieces after university and cycling around Europe and coming back and being part of a comedy magic juggling duo to settling into Bragg Creek as a... a third generation, my grandmother, they they moved here in the late 40s to co-found the Alaskan Hotel and Spa in Bragg Creek, which includes also a brewery and restaurant and soon to be husband uh, mm-hmm. this summer with uh, Britta. We're going to get married on our farm Yay. Uh, where I grew up. Amazing. Where, so I, I, thought I thought you
0: guys were married and I don't know why I thought yeah. that. That was my own filling in the blanks. Oh, well, congratulations. That's fantastic.
2: And That's very cool. Go. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So we'll be inviting all of our friends and family to share that day uh, on our farm where, where I grew up and Britain not far from there, just to the east in Okotoks, and uh, our lives have come together. And as, as you just mentioned, where does that bring us now? And uh, ultimately, the last five and a half years, I have been working towards creating this gathering place in Bragg Creek. Right on the river, I sit on the Bragg Creek Trails Board. We have hundreds of thousands of people from Calgary and around the world that come to Bragg Creek to experience the great outdoors and explore and meet new people and have great new experiences, this journey. So I, right now, am really looking towards creating a gathering space and a keystone business that will Give an opportunity for people to stay. There's twenty one boutique rooms, there's nowhere really to stay in Bragg Creek right now. There's your Airbnbs, but even right now as we're friends are coming into town for a wedding, they are maxed out all through the summer. You can find the odd window, but there are some some pieces that are really missing there. Well locals can still go about their lives and expansion and changes happen. But simultaneously, COVID has not only slowed the project because we got all of our approvals just uh, the month before COVID, but it's also helped solidify the concept and the vision uh, at, at two 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 years of reflection. And we've started back up on our friends and family investment round. Uh, just before we started, I was saying, oh, I actually might need to take a call because we're partway through this uh, interview because Actually, working two—it's been about two months of purchasing a second property for this project that helps incorporate some of our development uh, permit conditions. So, all of these pieces, we just need to keep in perspective, and we never know what's going to be thrown at us. As an eternal optimist, or someone who looks towards, you know, Marcus Aurelius, uh, uh, you know, one of those Stoic philosophers from a few thousand years ago a great book I've read over the last couple of years, The Obstacle is the Way, and what are the things in our lives that we can really focus on, and what's beyond us uh, on so many different levels, on the macro, the micro, uh, in, in person, from abroad, you know, digitally. So for me this brings us to the three of us gathering this morning.
0: I appreciate that. And, uh, the obstacle is the way I think I've someone, you're, you're, I've, 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 I've heard someone has quoted that to me before. So I've written it down with a big star beside it. Now I'm going to go take a little, uh, it's,
2: it's a yeah. book. It's a, it's a, it's a wonderful book. I forget the name of the author, but it just helps, you know, there's always little anecdotes and people and friends that help us reflect in life. And that's one that's, that's really helped me. Well, it's so
0: interesting, and I, this could be a whole episode into itself of our world positions this ever quest for easy and well, geez, I want to simplify it. I want, but yet, tons of documentation and research that shows you grow as an individual and you learn and you adapt when you are presented with obstacles. You know, the iron sharpens iron. And the, there's just as many, but we, 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 It's seemingly like there's this illusion of chasing this, you know, res, re- resistance-free life. But a resistance-free life doesn't create any growth. As a fitness enthusiast, and some, I think I see some weights in the background. If you if you lift lighter and lighter every time your body gets laser and laser every time you've got to provide some type of stimulus to, Yeah. Oh, he's posing. Okay. I hope the I hope it grabbed no, that shot. That would no, be, no. that'd be fine. Cause then people would be like, I got to listen to fear what just happened there. Uh, oh, yeah. So no, I love it. I'm ridiculous just, is a, uh, you can't be ridiculous on a Wednesday morning or Tuesday morning. Uh, I, like I know I,
2: I, because we, our offices are in our home. So Brit is in her upstairs office and actually, uh, We'll touch on it in a little bit, but there's a a bicycle over my shoulder, and we do get up early and work out together many days, which sets us up really well for the day.
0: Uh, which I, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a fitness enthusiast and not working, working from home as we've uh, pivoted to in the last two years. And we've gone re- full remote as, and having my gym in the garage, it's fantastic. I work out for less time, but more often. So mentally it just actually yeah, keeps totally. me in a much better space. Like that four, 20, 40 minutes of workout, yeah. I can look at my day and go, you know what, if nothing happens there, that's going to be fitness. If not, it'll happen later. So oh, I have one question I'm curious about, and I really want to talk about the dynamic of, you know, so, uh, always being an entrepreneur myself, my wife has always had the quote unquote corporate job and that created a nice balance. But when we're both in it together, that's a different thing. But Baruch, before we go past it, What I really heard loud and clear was this incredible tie in roots and connection to the community that you live in. I'm curious from your perspective, when you look at, I've been been to Bright Creek on a Sunday afternoon being a motorcycle enthusiast. I'm always wondering and always respectful of the dichotomy between this influx of city folk. And you said the locals can still go about their lives kind of unimpeded or uninterrupted. You know, if I'm a local and that's my coffee shop on a Tuesday, but there's a two hour wait on a Sunday, that could be, so I'm curious, your own your own personal view of somebody who's lived there for as long as you have and clearly are connected to it how do you juggle that balance of being respectful of both while also driving some economic activity by bringing people in but i've often heard yeah we we want your money but we'd really love if you weren't here and i don't mean people in bright creek i've traveled the world and you run into that anywhere where you've got a blend of tourist activity and locals you know that's
2: uh it is like you, you just really nailed it there. And, you know, Britta definitely chime in here as we're, uh, we can see each other, but to, to make sure our voices are separated for the show. Ultimately for me, I think what brought me here kind of a combo of a couple different things. And, uh, uh you folks keep me on track because my thoughts, uh, many just flood my brain here, but ultimately really my family and, and those roots, I grew up on a farm in Millerville, uh, and that sense of community was everything. I volunteered locally as a child. I would cycle on a gravel road on a 10-speed, on a you know, probably 8 kilometers kilometers to the Millerville racetrack, uh, you know, the home of the Millerville Farmer's Market. My mom in the 70s was one of the, her and a few girlfriends started the Millerville Christmas Market. I think we still have the the Christmas box that she made on a piece of plywood that sat on the on the side of the road, would there be dozens of people that would have come to that in the 70s? I don't know. And, uh, you know, also growing up on a farm, that was the foundation of who I am today as well. You know, the work ethic, the compassion, not only for animals, like as animal husbandry, but for humans and, and your neighbors in the community. And that curiosity uh, to just learn how did you figure things out. The Internet wasn't readily available. So you needed to communicate with your neighbors reach out to them so which made me a lifelong learner and then on my dad's side he was very entrepreneurial you know his family landed from coming from actually the UK Ukraine and Belarus escaping the pogroms of the early 1900s and many people are like currently as this podcast goes on it really resonates again that sometimes as humans we we're 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 a weird world we're weird we're messy we're all of us and sometimes we forget that with social media and I, mm-hmm. I kind of a little tangential here but those opportunities of people coming you know they landed in Humboldt Saskatchewan and uh you know my my grandfather would clear fields of stone with stones and then maybe resell them and, or turn them into arable land and my dad was an ice salesman and the member of, uh, you know, participating in the community as, a, as an athlete. He was a, won the, the first high school Dominion Curling Championship in 1949. And uh, the championship was in, uh, in Edmonton. So they took the train. And when they came back, they'd stop in every small town and uh, people would come out and greet them. And the communities would just gather and come together. And for myself, landing in Bragg Creek uh, 17 and a bit years ago, Participating in community for me is really important, so I sat on upwards of six boards at the same time and I still sit on, on a couple of those boards, Brad Creek Trails and Cross Country Brad Creek, uh, and those pieces, participating in community, gives you a real sense of community, and instead of things happening to us, participating I find for myself, it's not for everyone, truly important. So. That being said, taking those pieces, exploring other trailhead communities, if you will, and bringing uh, that together to create a gathering place for others in the community, I saw as something that I would like to help foster. And our project was actually the first new commercial project approved by Rocky View County in something like two dozen years, over 24 years. So I received, and my team, but myself living locally, received some real hard hard pushback from from even fellow people that were I sit on the same board with and we're aligned. But I think that one of the things I said was, I, you want it to be me because development and change is happening and we don't know the future, but I really love and care for this community and I genuinely mean that. And you'll hear... Others, you, you know, uh, it's nice having Britta here. But uh, you know, you still need to be humble. But at the same time, I, you want it to be me. I'm the one who walked the streets before buying the first piece of property in Bragg Creek to get to know every neighbor, their child, their their pets, and because I do care. And I think that caring and that that consciousness really important. So this uh, for me. Is maybe how communities can grow and we can work together because it's it's uh there's a huge development that's going in in bragg Creek as well by another local and his is much larger it's great and but I think they will be complementary I really appreciate
0: so. your comment to the end about it's, it's it's something happening with us versus something happening to us, and the difference that that makes when you connect in your community and you know it, You want it to be me. I I love that statement because you are connected to the community. And I heard that deep caring and that sense of, of where you grew up and it's funny you and i for another day but i grew up in a small town in southern quebec or my grandmother ran the church like it's very similar i'm like hmm, this sounds strangely familiar my friend <laughs> in a small town where everybody knew everything about everybody and whatever was going on and if things didn't happen in a communal sense and people weren't feeling included that's when the pushback started to happen and you know those city folk would come out and drive down the road and people you know but as soon as somebody Moved to the community, but made a point of making themselves part of the community. It changed the the dynamic right away. I really appreciate that you, you, you want it to be me and the world is changing and things are moving forward. So being part of that strategically versus feeling that you're getting dragged along, kicking and screaming creates a bit of a different dynamic. So, uh, Britta, before I chat about the the fun realities of having an entrepreneur household, uh, talk to me a little bit about just the reality of being a quote-unquote photographer, but then probably going, oh shit, I also have to be an accountant and a bookkeeper and an entrepreneur and a salesperson. And was that a tough journey for you coming at it from, uh, I'm gonna maybe boldly or oversimplify, say the artist's perspective of being behind this camera to then actually having to run a business to make it all work?
1: Oh, sure, sure, sure. I mean, I I feel very, very blessed and fortunate that like i have always known i wanted to be a photographer there's not once where Mm. i was trying to figure out what i want to do for the rest of my life like from the moment my dad gave me a camera when i was i don't know 12 or something i was like this is what I'm, i'm called to do but i definitely didn't think about uh you know that (laughs) <laughs> that was going to be like pretty much if you're going to be a photographer you're being an, you're going to become an entrepreneur. There's not too many jobs out there that you're going to get hired for where I guess if you're working like maybe at a a place in the mall or something like that, but really you're running your own business if you're if you're set out to uh to be a photographer and so no I did not think about that when I was like I like taking pictures <laughs>
0: uh, no this, I, I, not so, to oversimplify but I've nobody... had this conversation before and some people that work in yeah. healthcare like I, there's so many fields where I people got into it for this and then all of a sudden it's like whoa no one ever gave me this other perspective here no one ever so curious when you got into it was this a trial and error trial by fire or did you have mentors or did you have people like as was there a support network because I, I believe that there's always somebody who stepped on a landmine that I'm about to step on it's just if I get to talk to them before I step on it. (laughs) Did you have a network like that in your community that was able to help you with that?
1: Yeah, you know, definitely. I think it it really came, it's a tough industry to break into. And when I finished um, my time at ACAD, you know, I, I worked really hard trying to get into assisting. And that's really where I learned a lot. And I was fortunate enough to have a lot of professional photographers take me under their wing and mentor me. Um, but it, and I'm be like, I wouldn't be here today without, without those um, people. Uh, but it's, like I had to go and seek it and find it. It's not easy because it's also everyone's a photographer. So it's very competitive. Yes. And um, I find that there's a lot of, I'm not going to tell you my secrets. I don't want to tell you what I did.
0: Um, Mm, Okay. So a lot lot of secrets, a secret sauce and okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, You're, you're, when you're you're not on the inside, you're on the outside. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Hmm. And that, Really goes against my name. I was going to say that doesn't strike me as your version at
0: all. But I've, I've only got to know you briefly. But I'm like that doesn't line up.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. You I Guys, feel like you both come from a place I of like abundance, not scarcity. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but it's it's definitely been challenging. But I would um, never ever take it take it back. It's been a, the most wonderful journey, and I really think that. When you decide to be an entrepreneur, you're really committing to transforming all your fears into <laughs> opportunity. That is, that's what you're doing, and it's been quite, quite the journey. And then, Brooke, Brooke and I often working together in the same household. It's, it's pretty awesome. Like we get to bounce ideas off of each other all day. So.
0: How, yeah, how, how has that been? Because often, like I said, my my personal journey, which is my, my number one reference point, is I've always been the entrepreneur and my wife has had the corporate you know, oil and oil and gas job, which up to the last few years was, was very stable and she's navigated it really well and done incredibly well with her career. But we always had the balance of the two. Well, we had the health benefits over here and then we had the, well, this hopefully will work out over here mindset, both being entrepreneurs coming together. But you guys, uh, did I hear right? Five and a half years, you guys have been together. So there was probably, I'm just mm-hmm. curious Any challenges or what's that dynamic like? Like uh, maybe I'll stop putting in my own answers. What's it like living in a house with two entrepreneurs?
1: It's really fun. (laughs) Let me answer that. No, Burke knows to knock now at my office.
0: (laughs) I like how he knows to knock now. So it sounds like there was a training and conditioning period. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but I think it's fun and we have a lot of uh, flexibility, flexibility because, um, Mm you know, we can take breaks together and maybe go for a walk together. Or, you know, we have, that's, that's what I love. Or just like, Hey, can I show you this? Or, you know, mm, yeah, get your, your feedback on this.
0: Doing it alone sometimes isn't as I much think, fun. Uh, Doing it with somebody that you can just say, Hey, what do you think? Am I like completely off to lunch on this one? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some value there. Sorry, Brooke, I cut you off.
2: No, it, it, it's so true though, because we can do stuff alone all the time. But I think even the the introverts even over the last couple of years have been really struggling and i think that uh having these choices and being able to share the ups and the downs and you know even Britta and i it, it isn't always easy without a doubt every relationship is challenging and uh i'm not i'm not easy i'm uh you know i might be marriage material but uh, i'm definitely well, well survey says uh, you would be but based I'm, on I'm, facts but know, yeah I, Yeah, you know, I might seem like it, you know, and maybe social media I don't post a lot, but it's our society. We just portray this one side of ourselves, and uh, it is something I really want to touch on. Uh, I don't know if I let Britta know this, but, you know, (laughs) I struggle with some of my behaviors for sure. You know, some of those, uh, you know, I'm very meticulous and organized, which allows me to excel as an MC, and I can handle an event with, you know, 20 people telling me what to do, and you can't tell that anything's going on but you bring that to a household where there's just a couple of us i need to keep myself in check and be conscious of those and uh you know uh, we can support one another and brit and i like as uh, we there's so much learning and it is it's it really is great and the grass is never greener you know some days i'm like Ooh, maybe I'll just go for a walk by myself. Or Britta might say that maybe even more frequently. No. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Baruch, I'm going to take this walk today by myself. Uh, but I think that's also important that, you know, composing yourself and, you know, just uh, to come back and uh, to reset sometimes and so we can support one another and be grounded and setting ourselves up in the mornings and exercising for our menti- mental health and, and physical health has really strengthened our relationship, I would say. And uh, so Britta really does excel. She's very humble, but, Aww. you know, she says she, she's on uh, emails. But literally just the other day, she was flown out to Toronto just for the day for, because th- they felt, you know, this national company recognizes her as one of Canada's top photographers. And everyone can take a picture, but I think what really separates Britta is the fact that She's so compassionate and kind and understanding and just puts people at ease. You know, she comes into the room and all of a sudden it just sets the stage. And yes, her fo- yes, you can take a look and check out her her work, but it it's that combination. So in the world of entertainment, I would much rather hire instead of the world's best a really really good uh, you know juggler or performer. Was easy to get along with. And I think uh, Britta really excels in that world. And I think that's what separated Britta. Her work is exceptional, but Britta is exceptional. So, you know, those pieces, and, you know, Britta models that around. Uh, our home office all the time. Uh,
0: yeah, wow. talking, well, Britt, did you know that it was going to just get unfolded quite like that? I'll give you a chance yeah. to re- to wow. rebut here in in a second. What a guy. She's Blushing a little bit, but I, she, yeah, yeah, rebut that. <laughs> <us. No. laughs> you guys really. I don't know. You, you touched on something. I want I, I want to pull know. apart a little bit and being blessed to be in a marriage for twenty years coming up where. We're both on our own journey, but yet we're doing it alongside each other. And from a personal development standpoint, I really appreciate what you said about being aware of self and and knowing like, whoa, okay, yeah, I need to take, I need to give myself a timeout. I need to give myself a fireside chat. I think that is one of the blessings of getting older, as long as you pay attention. Time won't do it by itself. If you're not paying attention, time sometimes will just make it worse. But as you guys think about yourselves as individuals, both driving and pushing and, you know, dealing with your own obstacles, but also developing as individuals, is that something? something that you guys come together and say, Hey, I'm really working on this. You know what? I realized that I might've done this or stepped on myself there. Can you give me, you know, I always joke the safety word, just say watermelon and I'll know I'm being too meticulous as a thing. It's like, do you guys have a dialogue that you've created as a couple to really then share in what ultimately is still personal growth?
1: I mean, Baruch and I, after we work out, we have coffee together every morning. And that's usually where we kind of either talk about the day before or how we're going to set up our day we'll do a meditation we will um uh you know or sorry folks the the folks
0: aren't getting the the folks the folks the folks aren't getting the video (laughs) component so there's some extra humor going on here so i apologize for those
2: of our fans in audio only land (laughs) I'm, I'm a... Uh, sorry, left. Britta.
1: Jeez. Sorry, I,
2: you know what? Collect yourself, Britta. I'm sorry. Britta was saying that, and I was. i, like, I no. going to
1: say that. No. We do.
2: No, we. I'm so sorry, Britta. And uh, that's actually one of my good qualities, but also uh, interrupting. Oh my goodness! Sorry, Britta. Well, comedy magic juggling duo. I'm sure that shows like, up every know, once in
0: a while. I did write that down. I'm like comedy magic. Oh yeah, uh, no! Yeah. I, I I I. Oh I, man,
2: I, <laughs> Britta. Sorry, uh, Brittany, you were you sorry, Britta, you were sorry, saying you we were do. saying We hop in we'll have coffee. We'll have coffee and reflect on the past day, maybe the upcoming day, where we're at.
1: Yeah, and just that, like that's one thing that, you know, I it kind of it's become that's like our sanctuary hmm. in a way. And and I love that time and that space that we have together and it's really brought us uh Closer together over the last um, few years creating that. And um, I really value that time with Baruch. And I think it's important in that, um, you know, I really, it's my favorite time of the day starting hmm. that with him. And from so. a couple's
0: perspective, did you guys say, hey, we're going to create this? Or did it start to take shape and then all of a sudden it was like, well, oh, wait a second, this is actually. You know, I don't want to miss that. You know, there's sometimes the gr- grooves get created because you just decided to walk. You walk there. Other times, you're like, "I'm going to build a path, and then I'm going to go and walk on it." Which one? Because from a couple's perspective, mm-hmm. I think we can all take away strategies and ideas that are maybe foreign and be deliberate about it. Versus sometimes things just 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 work out.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've been
2: well, Brita. You're very. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, no. I've just I've been meditating for years, and I think when we started when we moved in together. um you know it was kind of like hey you want to do this together instead of separately and and it just kind of organically Oh, And
0: post-workout endorphins, like you're physically and mentally in such a place to be open to receiving things like that, that post-workout, you know, glow is, as, as a fitness person, you love it. It's the little drug you chase, Mm -hmm. but how Mm -hmm. it sets you up to be that better version of yourself for that window of time. Like forget about just mentally, but chemically it's doing a, there's a very deliberate thing happening there that it's, I love that you guys take advantage of that and then throw some caffeine on top of it and have some meditation. And that sounds wonderful. (laughs) That sounds fantastic.
2: (laughs) Well, it is. And, you know, this is we talk about bringing two people together or multiple, you know, in situations where you bring like groups of people together in organizations or within companies. But for Britta and I, Britta's is more of a planner and more routine. So that really, really helped me to reflect and get take that time in the morning, for instance, or other times of day where I'm more spontaneous, more nomadic, just just go, go. And, you know, I would say Britta then on the other hand is, is learning like, oh, maybe I do need to be more flexible here because Brooke's going to spring this on me. And then on the flip side, I need to be like, ooh, I need to set a date in the future, which reminds me I should uh, probably set a, a, a date up for us in the near future. And uh, actually, we're, we actually are going to go to a little something for uh, – the big music festival that's uh that's going on in calgary right now so maybe we'll have to check that out and uh so the routine definitely has really helped us together and uh yeah we just kind of touching back on it that continual support of brita's and you know keeping my you know i was saying i might be my biggest challenge which i think we all are you you know but Britta's continual support and helping me reflect you know, my network of friends and for me, COVID and over the last many years in, in relationships, showing more vulnerability and I want the Laskin to be that as well. A place of vulnerability where people aren't necessarily having to spill and be like, oh, well, this is completely me naked and, you know, I'm like this. But being able to dive into deeper conversations where there's more connection and I believe that if you create a space like that, that that opens the door for that, and that combined with my family, and you know, I've got a personal therapist, Britta, and I have a therapist we check in with, and you know, just like going to the doctor, you know, uh, I'm I've been training pretty hard lately for a big fundraiser coming up in a couple months, and you know, I go see my massage therapist and my physiotherapist, and uh, but my mental health therapist is is really important too because relationships and all the stressors that we have to manage. I'm a very positive, elevated person, and COVID's really knocked me down, absolutely. And and it's been really challenging. And to keep that, uh, to keep myself going so that I can be positive and for others as well, for me, that's that's one of my things. And, uh, you know, but it's ultimately up to me to do that do that work and be better always so yeah it's been uh been a tricky one and i couldn't do it without britta like it, it's not always easy without a doubt and i'm not easy but uh, i really appreciate you britta and uh and you as well tyler Thank because you. uh your platform here m- has uh made us reflect before coming on here, oh, to, that's great! Right. That's
0: awesome. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love a couple. Of so many, a few things. I love a lot of what you said. Most of it, but a couple of things that really touched on. I love how you put your therapist and your massage therapist in the same category. And I could not agree with you more. I'm a big advocate of a pick crew and being at being physically active. I'm always hurting myself or doing something and have to get fixed, get fixed. But that's so easy to do, oh, my knee hurts, I'll go work on my knee, but what about the things you don't see or you don't feel in the same way? And I think our society more and more is becoming open to that. There's still a lot of stigma around it, and I think that that's a terrible waste of of an opportunity to have an amazing life by not fixing those little things or just repositioning them. I don't wanna say fix them like they were broken. But for both of you, curious, that journey were you both already on that journey or is that something that one was on more than the other of like, no, no, I have a therapist or I have a coach or a counselor, whatever, whatever you category you want to call it under. I was curious, does, did one of you, was that something that was more a part of one of your life and you brought it together? Was that something you both had already always embraced as, Hey, you know what? The quest for being the better version of me is going to involve all of these different categories. Uh, and I'm curious cause I've, I have a few friends where one couple is into it and the other isn't. And it's interesting how it does kind of pull them in different directions versus four, Forward together but separate, if that makes sense. I think,
1: you know, both Baruch and I, coming out of big relationships when we um, met each other, we started going to like couples therapy quite quickly just mm-hmm. to be proactive, like just realizing this is only going to benefit us. It's not that there's That's like awesome. something wrong, but, and so really we've been going together our whole relationship
0: oh that's amazing to hear Um, but both coming out of past experiences where that maybe that wasn't the case and it well if you don't like how how the outcome of something maybe do it different next time i do appreciate that
2: (laughs) i i agree and you know we talked about even my uh, physiotherapist I some people will say oh well what what's hurting right now but for me it's even the the maintenance to make sure that Keep it from hurting. <laughs> I'm staying I, I'm I'm maintaining right so that that I don't get injured and and likewise with the with uh just because I'm living and have interacting with people and I'm human and have a history and behaviors and patterns and all of those things that that make us human yeah seeing a therapist and Reflecting, or in the mornings, if we're listening to you know a podcast or meditating on uh, on a certain theme or topic, those are the pieces that actually help maintain us when when things uh, when we maybe get triggered or trigger one another or you know it, it's then we can be like, oh okay, you know let's uh, for instance, uh, this gentleman will Bowen, we were listening to the other day he was just talking about compose yourself before you compose your response and you know just really simple but it's another way of saying like count to 10 because what you're going to say in one moment if you just pause and just hear someone out and for me that's really important because uh, that patience or I'm really sensitive so I react uh, ultimately what I'm going to say if I just digest it just for a moment I'm like oh okay yeah I maybe I don't need to be right here or yeah, that's, you know, we have our realities, but we did, we all have separate, we all have realities, but it's actually, we just have different perspectives, right? So, uh, you know, and respecting those perspectives, even though we're looking at the same thing or experiencing the same experience, we have these different truths and experiences and, you know, just trying to keep that in perspective as I look at Britta on the monitor here. And it's nice to see that you're nodding <laughs> as well. <laughs>
0: Understanding, as I know my wife and I, I process quickly. She takes a little bit of time. And when we first started, it would be like, you know, something mm. would happen at five in the afternoon. At 10 in the next morning, I would get an email saying, so I've thought about what happened. Here's my thoughts. And then over the time of living together, the response got all of a sudden like, wait a second, before you respond, I apologize. I realized what I just, and it's funny. It went from this like 12 hour cycle to getting shorter and shorter and shorter to the folks to the point it almost ha- it would then start to happen in real time it was so comfortable was going whoa wait a second i just triggered this was my response but understanding that balance of being able to be rational while also still being emotional because that's human right and human, it's human is super messy mm-hmm. and that man i like baruch I'm, I'm i'm identifying with your comments of that boom trigger like fool, yeah i've got it all sorted i want to say what i think right now 10 seconds later i'd probably say something slightly different <laughs> but how do yeah. you manage those two things and then <laughs> bolt two humans together which we're both messy on our own and then you throw a relationship yeah. in so I'm just I'm enjoying the, the conversation because so much about being in a good relationship is going through that to create the quote unquote good relationship but a good relationship doesn't mean that those kind of things don't happen it's all how you handle them when they do and throwing in being business owners and developing a concept from scratch and dealing in the crazy world of like everybody's a photographer there's all these stresses coming in I love how you guys have created a little bit of a fortress where yeah yeah that's all fine and good but we will have our time Together, and I think that's so critical. And in our go 100 mile an hour, you know, kids at soccer try to climb Mount Everest all in the same week, we really forget to do that, or it doesn't get celebrated maybe as much as the external things do. Back to your comment about what social media me looks like, or what social media me did today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys are making me philosophical here this morning. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot back on a question. You said something that I really loved. About the Laskin and creating a place for people to be vulnerable and 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 embracing and and vulnerability. How do you, as a designer, as a the way the space is built, to the way you train your team, to the way you interact in the space? How do you create an environment that promotes vulner- vulnerability in that way?
2: Well, f- for me, well, surrounding myself, you know, with people who are like minded, and I think we attract that as well, you know. Uh, we put out a certain vibe and create a a, a certain space. So, uh, for instance, you know, you create this gathering space which I believe is even more important than ever. People are going to be um, traveling more locally, looking for a a sense of community. And one of the things that, for me, I would travel with friends to, say for instance, uh, Hood River and Bend, Oregon, these trailhead communities uh, in the Northwest U.S. and where you're experiencing great conversation, great food, great exercise, and great beer and coffee, and all of a sudden you're sitting down beside someone that you actually don't know. You've never met them before, but because these like-minded people are coming together, even if you don't have the same beliefs, you can hear each other out and work together, Mm -hmm. right? And it feels like you've known them for maybe a, a decade or so. And so just being kind and opening the doors of the Laskin will evoke that 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 feeling I I really do believe that space right on the river will will help balance and elevate everyone so if that makes sense uh, hopefully I've kind of tied that together but in creating a space that's the intent you know almost like I don't know uh, just when you exude that energy like if someone's had say someone's one the lottery and they come in a room they walk into a into a big room you feel their energy their positive energy likewise if someone's had something really devastating happen you can feel that as well and that emotion and i believe that the same thing when people are coming off the trailhead or maybe they experienced something else within the hamlet of Bragg creek that each place they 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 go to and it's not just the but it it will go beyond that so It's that effect where if we can touch those people that then that just passes on. And, you know, one of the things for me that, you know, you hear about uh, um, random acts of kindness. This is something I coined. I have uh, two kids that I'm really proud of, like Alexandra and Isaac. Alexandra just turned 23. Isaac's almost 20. And, uh, you know, developing that relationship with Britta, but, you know, going back to when they were kids, I would do these random acts of kindness all over the place. But for me, I kind of coined a couple decades ago conscious acts of kindness. So why not let's consciously do acts of kindness, like truly. So this is actually a big shift that I've been doing recently to to share this idea and concept of conscious acts of kindness, which now become unconscious for me. But if we create these patterns I really do believe that that and they can be small, they could be as small as a, uh, you know a a hug or opening a door, uh, which is very cliche, but even just you know uh, maybe just uh, picking up a picking up a tab for someone or maybe maybe helping them and encouraging them up a up a hill as they're walking up or coming down a hill and and it can be for anyone, someone who's maybe extremely capable who doesn't usually let people into their lives or someone who is maybe really desperately needing that. So these, these conscious acts of kindness, if we, yeah, for me, that's uh, that, that will be something beyond the Alaskan as well. And I have three co-founders that are aligned with that and their families and partners and uh, it will, it will resonate. So I
0: appreciate that. And having that root, core theme that pulls through from the design to the way everything is going to be created. Britta, I'm going to slide that over to you. I'm assuming from the world of photography, going back to, the, like we checked the box about talking about being the entrepreneur and the business owner, but when it comes to being a photographer, and I've recently been to one of your uh, exhibits, how important is it for you to understand and have that theme to be able to pull through? Because that can change from every photo shoot, from the subjects you're, you're, you're capturing, to a big brand wanting to evoke an idea, or maybe it's the and hires you to do some photography, perhaps. Um, I'm sure I, I won't want to talk about the quoting process internally from, from office to office. Do you guys do in different rooms when you get her to quote on a project, but no, don't answer. Um, how, how, how much of that for you is, does that give you the spark? Like, is that part of the joy that drives you of like, I've always wanted to be a photographer. Is it capturing that thing that is not captured until the second it is?
1: Well, it, for me, Sorry, I'm trying to think how I want to answer that. That's okay. <laughs> for me, it's always it, people always ask me, "What's your favorite thing to photograph?" And I, for me, it's not about what I'm photographing; it's who I'm working with.
0: Okay. You know, okay.
1: With, with what Baruch was saying, like mutual respect, equality, collaboration, and vulnerability are like my like qualities I value most in my business and in my relationships. And that's what I try to bring to every single photo shoot. Okay. So, sorry, um, collaboration,
0: vulnerability. What was the third?
1: Equality, respect.
0: Equality. But okay. Mainly yeah.
1: Vul- vulnerability because I don't, I'm not a transactional person. I genuinely want to have relationship with people mm-hmm. and who I work with and who is in front of my camera. And that's, I think ultimately that's where I create the work I'm the most proud of. Um, I'm not a
0: transactional person. I've never heard someone say that. I love it. I'm not yeah, a transactional person. I love it though. And I know I just we never all heard have that,
1: bills like, to pay. The title of an article.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't be a transactional person. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I love titles. Yeah, I don't. know I don't, I that'd don't, be hard true. to write, but I don't know. Tell me about that. What does it mean to not be transactional? It's very I love true. that. That's yeah. powerful.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know we all have bills to pay. <laughs> sure. But for me, it's not about, um, it's, it's about relationship. That's why I'm still doing this, hmm. yeah. you know, um, and it, it's incredible. I was just reflecting on, like, how many of my clients I've become really good friends with hmm. and that and, and learn from. And, oh, my gosh, that is that's what brings me so, so much joy. And the people whose people whose lives I've touched by taking their photo, and then they they look at this picture and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this is better than I thought it was going to be." Or
0: when they can see a new a version wow, of themselves that, that, or, that you see through that, that that's amazing. It's such a comment I've heard from so many entrepreneurs people I talked to. They're like, "Well, geez, if it was about the money, I could do something way easier than this." So, <laughs> so you know, oh, but yeah. the, most people I know that have pursued or chased or whatever they're like, oh god, this wasn't easy. And no, I'm not getting rich, but financially I'm getting you know, rich or wealthy or, you know, to use that word in, in, in other ways, but the joke, you're right. If it's just paying the bills, there's probably easier ways to do it than, than than start a business from scratch or be an artist or dot, 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 whatever dream that you might chase. There's always an easier way, but back to the, op- the obstacle is the way I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to quote that. I feel it very, feel very mm-hmm. Star Wars, very Yoda a little bit with that one.
2: <laughs>
0: so, oh,
2: well. Yeah and you know to add to britta i would say as well tyler like honestly britta's an empath like that's one of the the things like her her kindness is what attracted me to britta as well right and uh you know just your consciousness of being kind to everyone not knowing for instance what's going to happen in the future so and and how that's going to play out and uh it's not it's it's not always easy but at the same time you know we do know, we never know what's going to happen in the future as you know our, our current yes. pandemic and how people are managing this and leaders of our world and the health healthcare care and then and then we need to navigate each each other and I think Britta, that's uh you know how I am and how you are just even navigating our our, our mutual friends and your friends and my friends and how we've each handled how we're going to reflect and hand, uh, handle the you know the decisions that our governments are are saying, hey, we, you need to do this, you need to do that, and you know how I perceive it and how uh, or not perceive it or, or kind of interact and how Brita does. Brita's Brita's empathy really um, was I I think very important for for many of those people that that uh, really struggled, which is all of us, but even even beyond that, you know. Britta, you, your ability to uh, to recognize that in people, not knowing what the future might hold. So uh, the value of making a difference in people's lives really resounded over the last couple of years, I would say.
1: Mm, thank you, Baruch.
0: It's so interesting, just uh, again, observation from the outside, when you get into a relationship younger and you grow together versus coming together after you've already like been down the path and established who you are and mm-hmm. some good and some things maybe you don't like about who you are, but being aware of them and, and just thinking about all the things that make us human. And it's a culmination of experiences. And the longer you, it's not that oh, I'm any better at the game. I've just been playing it longer because I'm not 25 anymore. <laughs> that's just, that's the reality. Even though you're both in your early thirties, right? Or late twenties. I just like for my age, but not tonight. <laughs> late
1: twenties. Yeah. Late twenties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Permanently
0: 29, <laughs> yeah. 29, my 29th birthday yet, 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 yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, oh, my when you, when you, when you bring yeah. all that, um, I'm not gonna say baggage, I'll say story. When you bring all that story together, there's a lot of work there because there's the ways of like, no, no, I'm kind of who I am now, you know? And, well, that's the joke, right? We all mm-hmm. think we've arrived at who we are, but yet if we think 10 years ago, oh my God, I've changed so much. Oh, but 10, now, 10 years from now, I'll probably be kind of the same, right? The end of history phenomenon, I think it's called, it always makes me laugh. We always think that where we are is the, is the moment we, well, this is who I'm going to be forever. But yet, man, five years ago, pff, I was a knucklehead. You didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> and you throw mm-hmm. two people together in a relationship from a new, from a starting point where you're already well down the field in terms of the game, it's an interesting dynamic. And I appreciate that you guys clearly put a lot of effort. And what I'd like to hear, and I love my audience to take away how deliberate it sounds you are about it. That this oh it'll just all work out yes if we put in the time and energy and the caring to quote unquote make it work out uh, I think sometimes that gets forgotten is like we all want the outcome but we all don't necessarily want to see the work (laughs) we glamorize the the big win but you don't go you don't see the you know the twenty year overnight success oh my god you're so I kind of started the show because I got really frustrated with people saying oh yeah Britta and Brooke they're so lucky yeah just things just work out for them and I'm like that is so ignorant unless you really know them and understand maybe that's true but I doubt it everyone has a story to tell and we tend to minimize or, 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 or just showcase the end and not always take the time to dig in to the shit that got us there to be blunt. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so important because we've all got shit trailing behind us in some way. Sorry, it's getting graphic and weird at the end of the show here. <laughs> Um, no, but
1: it's so. Curious. I thought we were. Yeah, yeah. Now we're just revving
0: away. up. I'm like, mm. <laughs> no. Um So you guys yeah. are you guys are getting married this summer? That's amazing. Congratulations on that. When you think about your businesses, yeah. Brittany, you kind of rhymed off. Like, I don't want I don't want to skip over these flash, which is an educational resource. Um, the camera collective that just sounds cool makes me makes me, it does its job really well. It makes me go, tell me more about that. So talk to me about these 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 all clearly sound like very passionate things for you these weren't like hard driven business decisions. These sounds like things that were really important to you that you've now taken the effort and energy to create. So maybe just tell us a little bit more about, about them. And I want the audience to walk away being curious enough to want to go check it out themselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I I guess I'll preface with, you know, I kind of, I'm going to say mid COVID, you know, things are really up and down and, you know, as, as fast as I'd get a job, I'd lose a job, you know, very uncertain. And um, that's a rough place to be in a, any entrepreneur, anybody, right? Where he's like, where's my next paycheck coming from? And like, um, so I was really exploring like, what's my why? Why am I doing this? And what's my dharma? You know, and how can I give back? And I, you know, circling back to the mentorship I've received in the past, like I really have the strong desire to pay it forward to say thank you, to my way of saying thank you for that. Like I, and so I'm racking my brain, like how can I do this? How can I do this? And I kind of had a light bulb moment because many people, when I introduce myself, and I say I'm a photographer, they will relate to me by saying, oh, I have a camera. I was into photography at one time, you know, And but I have my cameras collecting dust on the shelf. And I thought, what if I could take those cameras and get them to people who want to learn photography because it's an inherently expensive Thing to get into but people have like even with instagram and our phones people still want to learn photography mm-hmm. and there's a lot of schools that don't have programs set up or you know they have a photography club where 50 people want to be in the club but they only have four cameras and so uh i thought hey here's an opportunity and you know if I develop this flash photography guide, you know, I can sell them. A portion can go to the foundation and then everyone who gets a camera can get the beginner photography guide. You know, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never started a foundation (laughs) or a charity before. (laughs) So really like this is a a call out too for anyone who like is like-minded and interested in photography or that, um, has a camera or wants to be involved, I'd love for them to get in touch with me, but you know, I have the idea and I think that's the biggest, the biggest hurdle and we're just going for it. That's amazing. Like,
0: well, get, you're giving, story of my story of my life. Um, so if I have a camera on the shelf <laughs> collecting dust, would I donate the camera or would I come with my camera? I'm just want to now, now I, I'm really curious now because I, I love the passion behind it, but yeah, how does like, it logistically work? <laughs>
1: Right, so we, we are in the beginning stages. So right now, um, you know, if you have a well-working digital camera, okay. um, you can get in contact um, through Kokomore Studio, hello at com, and say, I have a camera, and we can sort it out from there. Okay. Um, you know, but we are working at getting the website made and where you can fill out a form and all of that kind of
0: Oh, fantastic! So, so we're we're in the we're, early days. We're, we're you're letting us in on you're not, this we're idea. We're in the early it. days. I love it. The camera, but the it's camera rolling. Well, it just it make it's one of those ideas that I love, and and where you hear it, and you go, well, that just makes sense. You're like, well, isn't that already a thing? Like it almost feels like it should be already a thing because it makes so much sense. And I love what you said about, yeah, great. We've all got Instagram. The argument might be more people might be more curious about photography now as it's such a part of our everyday lives. Like the ability to take good photos is almost like a barrier to entry to be human these days. And not that social media is being human. Sorry, i want to be very careful what I just said there. It it seems to be such a huge part of everyone's life now. (laughs) Not just the person who takes photos of the family, which was mom. And
1: I, I think like, you know, when I first was given my first camera, like it changed the course of my life.
0: That's very cool. And I
1: think if there's someone, you know, my biggest wish is like, maybe there's a teen who is maybe in a a vulnerable situation Mm -hmm. and they discover um, a way to look at the world differently through photography. Like that is all I could ask for. I can
0: die now. That's <laughs> uh, I'm also you know. what I'm also hearing, and maybe I'm putting my own filter on it, is this is not age like obviously taking someone vulnerable, 18, 17, and, and helping change the trajectory of their life. But Brooke, you mentioned the last two years, so many people have been just put through the ringer with COVID. The power of like, my wife always says, Tyler with hobbies is a much happier Tyler. I think that's true for so many of us because it's purpose and it's something I can latch onto that breaks the pattern. I'm a big believer in pattern interrupts. And if you're in a certain groove, then you just got to do something to shake it up and putting your eye behind a camera. And like like you said, seeing the world differently, you could be 50- Five and be in a vulnerable place yep. very different than the 18 and I yep. do appreciate that that is you know someone at the start of their life you've got this whole opportunity to potentially change the trajectory I think a lot of us need a little bit of a break state right now or a little pattern interrupt because the last mm-hmm. two years the pattern's been pretty shitty for a lot of people <laughs> so that, yeah very, mm-hmm. very,
2: very cool well, I love it it's true well you mentioned that and my my MO since uh, maybe high school and recognized that I might be potentially funny here and there if I <laughs> Uh, Blurt out the odd thing that's helped me transition into being, uh, you know, uh, doing the Comedy Magic Juggling Act, and, uh, but is uh, that, that idea that shaking up the status quo, right? And that's, that's kind of my thing. It doesn't work for everyone, and not everyone loves it, but uh, I'm also a lifelong learner. So what set also set me on the path of the Laskin is I wanted to learn how to make great chocolate, cheese, beer, and coffee personally and uh well you just those are kind of life's foundations right there you just kind of checked off the platform (laughs)
0: life's too (laughs) short to eat shitty cheese bad chocolate or drink shitty coffee or have bad beer
2: (laughs) well for sure and actually just in the midst of launching uh i've been a coffee roaster and i've had some great mentors in north america locally in in calgary we have some remarkable coffee Mm -hmm. folks and i'm in the midst of launching nomad coffee which is my new coffee brand and uh Uh, it's it's exceptional we just actually were sipping a cup of a sumatran uh a sumatran single origin with great notes of like uh, peat and prune and molasses and dark chocolate and it's rich and delicious but then you go to africa and the ethiopians coffees are fruity and fragrant and real lighter notes sometimes and uh but just you know i kind of say i'm a a 2.5 wave roaster you know you've got your third wave roasters and your second wave but you know somewhere in between where you might not if the the shot isn't poured perfectly you're not going to dump it out it it just it, this is this is how it's this is how it poured this time we're going to strive to make the next one even better but just drink it as it is and accept it for what it is and you know I'm also being able to reflect through this conversation, and it's just really great to be able to do that come on here with Britta and yourself as the host because it allows us, allows me at least, to reflect while this conversation is happening and we're having a process. But focusing on the positives in our life uh, as opposed to the negatives because it's easy to get caught up with all of the, you know, all of these things that that happen in our lives and we're inundated with, and if we, you know, we grab these devices and lots of times it's the stories that do tend to be quite negative. Not that we need to disregard them because they're important, but to remember that if we focus on those positives, that we will uh, attract more positive as well. And I really do believe that. And I think that, you know, through these conscious acts of kindness, like for me, and you know, Britta and I, we were kind of chatting about a couple things before, and uh, ultimately, like uh, for me, one of those things was I—I was one of those people that dove into sourdough. Pretty, yeah, hard I have a few friends ago. on the list. <laughs> and, and yep, you know, and I did. But what a for me, and you know, it got we—we uh, we don't eat it all the time. We're still pretty healthy, but I've given away actually about 800 loaves over the last couple of years. <laughs> so I gave away two loaves a day. Oh, seriously, I know you're, no, you're I laughing. Laugh, I, I'm laughing because I 100% to, believe you and I love it. <laughs> yeah, because it, it nourishes that it, it, it's it, receiving something when you don't expect it. So I randomly give them away to friends and family and neighbors and people, you know, I'll have a meeting and if we were in person, I would have delivered you uh, and maybe I'll have to track you down and get you. Uh, yeah, I might flip, you my, I flip my address and family, into the, a, you
0: know, I was more, you really had me at the coffee, but that's another co- that's another podcast for <laughs>
2: Yeah. But then you can dive in and learn and then you, you just never know and and for me these relationships, you know, one of my co-founders, John Jackson from the char charcut mm-hmm. charbar, which I'm grateful for, has helped connect me to you know, and Brit and I Brit is a, a huge supporter. I'm training for uh, a huge ride right now for my 5th year called Chef's Cycle for No Kid Hungry in 2 months and I'm just in the midst of even my I just bought my ticket the other day and i'm raising ten thousand dollars where one it goes to children teaching kids how to how to cook and prepare meals and understand uh how to feed and nourish their bodies which nourishes the mind and the kids really are a future once again really cliche but they
0: truly are so
2: (laughs) a donation it is but we have great sponsors uh $1 $1 equals 10 meals and programming goes wow. around the world. And it's not just, it goes, you know, just because you're in a home that might even have uh, more more money on an economic scale, maybe you out all the time or maybe you order in or somebody cooks for you and you have no clue how to even cook. So it, it really mm-hmm. uh, spans a really broad broad range. And uh, the, the, these kids, this is... Uh, these are the ones that we're going to pass on a, a legacy of this, this earth we live in. So uh, for myself, you know, having children and being around children and reflecting how, you know, we've got our work and our play, but then how can we give back to our community and participate? And, uh, you know, similar to Brita's camera collective and a myriad of other uh, areas where, where Brita, you know, for instance, Denati, Brita, uh, shoots and volunteers a huge amount of her time for a, a, a non-profit based out of Nepal, and has traveled there a couple of times and uh, works on on their product uh, line, which is it's in stores around Europe, and it's you know handmade toques and mitts, and it, you know their tagline is know your knitter, so you actually connect with the the woman who actually knits the toque for you, so you actually. She, they they get paid uh, a living wage and it makes a huge change in their lives and uh, you know in, in these cultures where maybe the men are nece- are actually the breadwinners is has has really helped shift it, it's created a little bit more uh, of a challenge within their households but at the same time it's how it, some of these men have had to reflect and be like whoa well, you know what? After an earthquake, I lost my job. And I've been presented with this opportunity by some close friends of Britta who founded this this uh, company called Donati. And Britta could probably speak to it more, but uh, Britta's participated and, and sets aside a huge chunk of her her time in, in each year to that. So.
0: What I'm hearing so much through both of you chatting and is really harkening back if there was a I, there's many themes that we pulled out through the course of the show. Yeah. But that theme of what happens in a small town, and I grew up in a small rural town, and everything you just went through from, you know, sharing food and like if something went wrong or some family had any type of a trauma or anything happened, everyone in the community would show up with food. Like that was the first thing that would happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it would, you know, so much of what I think is just part and parcel of living in a community. I won't say small town and rural, I think also contributes to that because there is a sense of you're out there, you're, you're going it alone a little bit, especially in rural farming. I grew up in farming community as well, but these are generations that support each other and hearing how Necessary that is, and kind of everything that's that's new and shiny is, is everything that's old is new again, kind of kind of thing, like sense of community and living. I used to live in South Calgary. I knew one of my neighbors. I moved into the inner city. I live in Marta Lube. And now I live in a neighborhood. I know all my neighbors. My neighbors right. have keys for my house. If we go away, I have keys for their house. I lived in that other community for the same amount of time. I knew more people here in eight weeks than I knew there in, in eight years. And I was like, what's the difference? I'm like, this feels like Ooh. where I grew up, where everybody, well, you didn't even lock your doors, that old joke. But what you your neighbors were all your friends or your relatives <laughs> anyways. So, but that sense of community yeah. around dropping food off, that was just part of it. I remember the first time my wife came with me to the farm where I grew up. And she's like, is there ever anybody not here? Like, because my uncle would stop in and then a the neighbor would stop by and, and there's like, oh, well, come in for coffee. Come on in for coffee. Yeah. Well, geez, you know, it's should we get a should we have a beer? It is four in the afternoon. Like, is that the kind of day? And I remember leaving and I, I said to her, I said, I don't, I don't know, I didn't really notice. It's just how I grew up. <laughs> and there's so much of what I'm hearing you create through your world, oh, Britta, and then Baruch with what you're doing with Alaskan and Brad Creek being the backdrop for that. And I don't know, that's just the theme that I'm pulling out, my own theme and maybe my own projecting. Kind of, <laughs> you're making me a little bit sense metal for some of the things that I took for granted growing up but you're right those are nobody talks about them because it's just the way you act. It's just how it is. It's not a deliver like I'm going to be more community oriented today. It's like, well, you, if you wanted to be part of this this rural environment, it required you participated. And I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said for that. And coming out of these last two world, two years, two worlds. It's been like a different world. We're so ready to connect and hearing what you guys are doing as individuals, how you're coming together as a couple, and then what you're creating with both your businesses. Yeah, I don't know. That's I'm I'm pulling. I'm saying that that's the theme because it's really resonating for me right now. So, anyways, I thank you both for. Thank kind of you. your honesty and just how vulnerable and willing you guys were just to have a good old-fashioned conversation
1: <laughs> thanks for having us it's been so nice to talk to oh you. i loved
0: it i loved it it's a, selfishly i get to meet super cool people and then chat then ask them questions for an hour it's such a i would i would do this if nobody listened as my joke but they do so that makes it more fun uh, um what how the last skin, how do we learn more you guys you said you just closed around or you're in the middle like if i'm just overwhelmed with excitement how do i how do i find out more what's the best way
2: well, you know what uh, I would say. You could check, follow me on a few different areas, but Baruch Laskin is is an easy way. Uh, not that you can spell my first name, but B A R U C H Laskin. Or you could go to staylaskin.com. dot com. That's a really great one. And uh, if you wanted to participate, we are in the midst of our first friends and family investment round and working through that. And we anticipate breaking ground end of this year early into next year which is really really exciting and we want people to join us on that journey that's everyone everyone is welcome and uh so that is that's one of those areas if you wanted to support beyond that you know track me down and follow me and support uh, chef cycle and kids and uh that for me is something that really resonates and if it resonates with you track me down there as well and you could you could sponsor and uh I've gotten to know this will be my fifth year, awesome. so uh, that's, that's an important piece. And, you know, just you've really helped me reflect, but just knowing knowing your strengths. Like for me, over the last couple of years, I've really, on a few of the boards and that I've sat on, but I'm a community connector. So when I CC you on an email, I'm a community connector, if you will. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just learning to pause, reflect, and just be kind everyone. Be kind. Do those con- conscious, conscious acts of
0: kindness. kindness. And, mm. uh, uh, so good.
2: Um, Britta
0: and uh, Flash, the Camera Collective, obviously, um, I'm on your <laughs> website right now, the cocomorestudio.com uh, Fe- yeah. Instagram, I'm assuming you're on Instagram. What a great place to be if you're a photographer, I'm assuming. <laughs> You bet. How would, how would people, yeah. how, how would people, what's your preferred? Again, there's a million ways to communicate. What's your preferred if somebody wants to just chat with you directly and learn more about specifically some of these really cool programs you've got going on?
1: Yeah, I think, um, everything's on Instagram. So, uh, com, and then that will link to flash. Um, if you want to check out the guide or purchase the guide and a portion of the guide goes to the camera collective. Um, and then, of course, my website. You can also get the guide there, and any information about the Camera Collective will be on my website as well.
0: I'm on and your website course, like, right now. And I'm, I'm on your. I'm on
1: my email yeah. at 10 a.m.
0: <laughs> yes, I love your. I love your <laughs> website. Your about your about page is my favorite. Thank I think it sums you. up your personality from the person I'm getting to. I'm like, bah, 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 yeah. Bah, bah, yeah. Bah. it's fantastic. So go check <laughs> it out just totally for that hard. page. I
2: love it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank well, you. and
2: I would like to. I'd also like to put out the offer and I do this all the time, but another way to connect and I can give you the phone, like my phone number and it's out there and uh, I don't mind if you post it, but uh, I would say stop in. We always have freshly roasted coffee. So the coffee roasting is uh, in a commercially approved facility, actually right out of our home here as well. So there's fresh coffee. There's always great beer and great conversation. Come park, go for a walk. We're right on the river in the Elbow Rivers just out our back door. And I, I, I genuinely will, if I don't have something that has to be completed, people, the, everyone who knows us is welcome. And you can. we've got a, a tree house in the backyard that is uh, Airbnb-able so you can come stay the night. That's amazing. At, of course you, like you guys do. That's of, awesome. a big city. <laughs> Love it! <laughs> oh, really? Uh, you should. You got to come. All right, out all right. It's on. And, Challenge accepted. Always, I, 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 yeah, no, I'm, it, I'm in. I love. I love coming okay. out to Bright Creek. Mm-hmm. So really, stop in in person and pick up the phone, and and uh, uh, we'll answer. I'll answer on the other end and welcome you through the doors. And uh, you're, you're more than welcome any time of That's day, anyone. Anyway. What is your phone so number? It. Let's throw it out there. Mm. It's four zero three eight three six. 7629. Seven,
0: six, nine. I love it when guests give out their, give out their numbers. Yeah. They're saying, they're, 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 say, they're saying you're open and then there's <laughs> just being open. that's awesome. Thank you both for a lovely, lovely, lovely conversation. I love a, a good old fashioned chat and you guys were willing to kind of lean in and share some of your own journey. And that was so valuable and certainly valuable to me as, as, as the host and just another human. And I hope I, I know my audience will enjoy it as well. So thank you both. I love it.
2: Thank you, Tyler.
0: Thank you, Tyler.